Good morning, and welcome to Music to My Beers. I am Zach Miller, alongside Warren Cluck, and we are coming to you from 10 a.m. till noon with the only, right? Is that right? To the, the best only, of my knowledge, but I also knowledge. didn't check very very hard. <laughs> we are the only beer show here in the Michiana area, so uh, thanks for jumping on on this ride, especially during these these strange days. Yeah, Man. and uh, and happy Easter. We usually do an annual Easter celebration. See, yeah. beer show, tie the holidays in. Uh, it's fun. You know what? And, and we thought when this quarantine first started and everything started to lock down because all of our bars and all of our breweries and everybody was initially closed, that it was going to be really hard to do this show. But it turns out there's been a lot of innovations and the worm turns constantly during the week. So uh, we're going to get down to it. Here's another episode of Music to My Beers. Thank you for joining us. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers. On Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Happy Easter, Zachary. Yeah, it is the uh, the the day of the year that we celebrate not only Easter and uh, the essential ingredient in beer, yeast. Yeah, and it was a big week earlier this week. On Tuesday, it was uh, National Beer Day Eve, and then Wednesday was National Beer Day. That was the day that Prohibition ended. Yes. I uh, I, I, I partook. Did you? Uh, absolutely. Nice. And I know we uh, we talked about it last week. I'm trying not to, uh, but man, that, that Wednesday, that Tuesday-Wednesday stretch of amazing weather. I got out. I did a ton of landscaping, and you forget... These, this was the first post, like, hard work in the yard beers that I've had in 2020. Oh, nice. And when you're all done and you're sweaty and you crack that ice-cold beer when you finished your lawn work or whatever project you got going on and the sun's beating down on you, I needed that. I think that was like a mental health moment where I thought, okay, all right, this isn't the worst thing in the world. I no. can get through this. Yeah, it makes quarantine a lot easier, right? When when the sun's out and you've got a beer in hand and, and you can just get done uh, all the yard work that you know, it needs to get done right now before summer starts and whatnot. Yeah, and we've laughed uh, for the last week or so about how our drinking habits have changed oh, now yeah. that so many of us now have fewer places to go and fewer people to see. And you said that you, you're you actually drinking uh, later in the day than well on into the evening. Yeah, uh, so that makes for some later nights, some some not-so-early mornings. And uh, I don't know, i got to get a hold of it because <laughs> this is no... As soon as, you know, we, we flip and we go back to doing things how we used to, I'm going to have to my readjust again. A, my body's going to be accustomed to having a few crisps. <laughs> Me boys later in the evening. Uh, now, has what you've over the last week and a half has what you've been drinking changed? I know it has for me. Yeah, because obviously you want to be smarter with your money. So the days of going out and buying a twenty four dollar four pack of of pints, uh, those are over now. I need to stri- I need to actually be budget conscious with my my beer dollars. Yeah, it, well, it's definitely something where you know it, it's a weird. Um it's broken up into two parts because I'm I'm watching my budget and my dollars right now with beer and everything, but then I'm also wanting to support the the smaller guys, you know. Yeah. And so I'll do like the cheap stuff from you know the on premise or off premise sites, and then get the the good stuff from the on premise places like Bare Hands and Crooked U and Yakida that are still doing carry out. Um, I know last weekend we were mentioning Goshen Brewing Company, but they since have uh, actually shut the doors until this thing is all over. Yeah, and they're not the only brewers. Uh, Burnham out in Michigan City did the same thing. They just said, "Hey, right. they did it for like a week, and then they said we're we're done." And uh, it's it's really weird. And we also this week got uh, got Belmont on board with the uh, you're not allowed into the store anymore. And you actually <laughs> have some experience with the app you got earlier this week. Yeah, some uh, curbside to go. I tried that out, and their their app is so awesome. I, I will say this: so I tried out both. 
uh, Citywide and Belmont. Both places are awesome. Um, I actually, I used Citywide. I called the guy on the phone. I was like, do you got this? Because they've been posting it on their social media, like what just came in. So I was like, I'll take that, 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 and that. Uh, kind of getting ready for 420, which is coming up next weekend. Okay, all right. Um, and then uh, and then with Belmont, I used their app, and their app was uh, really easy to use as well. You just go in, you kind of select what you want, um, know what you're looking for. They also have just arrived type stuff or um, closeout prices. So if you're looking for something that might be coming up to the date and you want to check that that area, they've they've got that available. So that, and I was wondering how that was going to work because when you first heard they weren't letting anybody in, all my my thought process was that's my I don't know what I'm in what I'm going to get until I right. get there. You know, <laughs> half the time I spend is just open mouth staring at the shelves, be like, what sounds good? What do I want to drink later? What's new? But with the app, you could just uh, see what they have, make your selection. And an order, and yeah. it'll, be, it'll be nice to download. I, I should probably download that before the end of the show because I need to spend time on something that is not house party. <laughs> I've never heard of this app before quarantine, but everyone I know is like, "You got to get it now." When you have it, people are like, "He's on! He's in the party! Log in!" Have you seen this app? No. Ah, oh, dude, uh, we should talk about this. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny, and and a lot of my friends use it for for drinking games and like playing you know virtual beer pong or whatever. Uh, it's it's just like any other FaceTime video call app, but when you're on it, it lets other people know that you're on, and you can hit a button unless you lock the room and bomb in on their comp, like suddenly show up in their video call. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. But but that and Zoom, I had never heard of until three weeks ago. So yeah, uh, yeah it'd be nice to have an app that's something new and flashy to look at that's not house party. So I'm I'm excited about the app, and kudos to our uh, bottle shops for doing a great job of making sure everybody stays refreshed and, hyd- and hydrated during this difficult time. Yeah, you don't even have to get close either. I just opened up my back door, got back in the car. They came out and they closed the back door and everything. It was it was awesome. I've been uh, leaning heavily on the uh, like the fifteen packs from Founders. Oh, dude, because they're they're priced pretty great, like fifteen, sixteen bucks for for that many cans of like all day, and it'll last me for the entire weekend. And it doesn't require a lot of thought on my hand, and I don't have to feel bad that I'm drinking something. Because I laugh, and I was talking with some of my beer friends earlier this week about what this is doing to all of our beer sellers. Oh, yeah. I've never in my life pulled from my cellar and started knocking down bottles like I have the last three weeks. So I very well may come out of this with nothing left. I'm always reminded of that Joe Exotic meme where he's like, I may never financially recover from this. That's my beer cellar. After this is all over, it's going to be like one lone bottle of Dark Lord sitting on the shelf. I may never financially recover from this. It took me years to build up the stash that I had, but uh, as we laughed last week on the show, that's why you do this. Right. So when, so when something like this happens, you're like, well, I've got time, I've got uh, artillery, let's get cracking. Maybe that'll be a show in the future of how we're rebuilding. Yeah, know? there we go. That Our rebuilding show after this all ends. Uh, you know what? we got a lot of beer releases we've missed out on because of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got we've got a couple of things coming up, but uh, I know that you have an article from Uproxx that you found earlier this week. Yeah, one of the problems that we have as craft beer enthusiasts, one of the things I find myself constantly fighting uh, to get over is that tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Where because of where you live and what your drinking habits and buying habits are and the, and who you who you're friends with, you kind of get a very limited idea of uh, of of craft beer. You're like, I, these are the brands I know of. These are the brands that are familiar. These are the breweries where I live, and that's it. So whenever we get uh, any kind of beer press that points you in a direction, maybe even turns you on to stuff you didn't know existed, we always want to take a a minute and talk about it. And uprocks.com had a great list earlier this week of the best craft beer releases for April 2020. Some of these we can't get around here. Oh. Some we can. One of them is a, is a new, uh, and I know they're owned by Big Alcohol, but the uh, the Elysian. Oh, yeah? They did a collaboration with Rolling Stone Magazine, and it's called Rolling Stone Lager. 
Ooh. Yeah, it's 4.8%, and over the last year or two, we've had a, a real fun time with a lot of craft breweries getting into the, getting into lagering, and that's a great beer for now, but also it's uh, they're usually not very high-priced. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we know now that uh, like a double dry hop IPA, something really sticky and icky, the, the price can get high, can get really high, So, but something like a lager, like Founders with, uh, with their uh, solid gold, they're all relatively moderately priced so there's a new one we can get excited about uh russian river has, has one and maybe if you have a friend that can mail you one maybe that's how this works they have a uh, it's called brewing road 2 hill 56 and it's a double dry hopped ipa and uh it sounds amazing man those guys don't do a bad beer no no and uh and and you and i only know a little bit about the pliny because well <laughs> that's <the> <laughs> yeah uh, Upslope out from uh, from Denver does an experimental India pale ale. Mm. Some of these things you can actually find on Tavor. Oh, okay. So you can actually order that with the app and get that sent straight to your house. Yeah, Cigar City, one of our favorites, has a new one. It's called Ikebana Rice Lager. Mm. And it's another summertime lager, but it comes in 16-ounce cans, which is always... Uh, That'll be interesting. Appreciated. I know that the uh, the Japanese, what is it, Sapporo? Mm-hmm. Is that, that, yeah. I think that they use rice in their lagers and stuff. That's like a good base for making any any style of beer. I think even Budweiser might use a little bit of rice. Uh, Bud Light. And if you okay. if you bought a case of Crispy Boys in the last eight months, it says it right on the label. It has the four things like water, rice, barley, hops. Those are the only four ingredients at Bud Light. That's right. I forgot. That was part of their marketing plan. It's like, we don't use corn syrup. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's funny how the quarantine and, and everything that's gone on with social distancing and closings has changed the things we get excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bell's Oberon also makes the list over at uprocks.com of the bears you need to, or beers you need to seek out for April. And it's always usually a big deal when Oberon shows back up at the stores. But unfortunately, because, you know, there's the big, uh, they have an Oberon day where they name mm-hmm. an Oberon king up at Bell's and it rolls out at midnight going into Monday and then we all get it. The wind got taken out of that sale across the board. They said yeah. they, they had a virtual you, uh, did you see day. It with Larry? Larry drinking the, the beer and oh, uh, doing a virtual cheers? I, I didn't check it out. I just saw that it was coming. Was it pretty good? Uh, I posted it with our Instagram. I, I just shared it, you know, in the little Instagram stories and stuff. So that's this is a nice plug for Instagram as well. You can find us at Music to My Beers. Um, but it was, it was kind of cool. I mean, he was sitting in there in his living room getting ready to pop open an Oberon. And I'm sure that some people actually appointment watched and everything like that. But... For me, I I just saw it afterwards, and I'm like, ah, that's cool. I got to do Larry, a virtual cheers. Larry Bell of a pretty nice living room. He does. Yes, that's one of my favorite <laughs> things about the whole like all the celebrities are at home. Is you look at somebody's house. That's why I don't <laughs> broadcast from my house because I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> you don't need to see the mess and all the cats that I have. But uh, I imagine Larry Bell's got some pretty sweet digs. You You're know? like the Joe Exotic of South Bend. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Carol Baskin. <laughs> Uh, another one is from uh, from Allagash Brewing. We've heard of these guys. They yeah. uh, they have a new saison. It's called Cascara. Mm. Yeah, it's funny the the flavor palette because Upper Rocks will do this list every month. Here are the ten beers you want to hunt down, and the flavor profile of all these beers it all changes together. Like in the fall, it's it's heartier, more uh, like malty mm-hmm. offerings. You get a lot of brown ales, and then now that it's spring, the saisons, the brighter hops, and uh, and some of the crispier beers are coming back. I love that. Uh, Revolution Brewing, one of our faves out of Chicago, has, oh, a, yeah. has something called a third-year beer. It's part of the Deepwood Series Barley Wines. Uh, wow. I, I like these. I don't have the wallet for them right now because, uh-huh. man, those Deepwood Series the and all their uh, their barley wines and barrel-aged stuff are so expensive. I know. That's like $9 a can sometimes at, at, at some places. I, I actually... 
revolution for me is as far as the the um, their their uh, barrel game goes. I would say Revolution is top dog. One of my favorites. Like, probably my favorite barrel age program. Yeah, and uh, Josh Knoll, the uh, beer critic for the Chicago Tribune, sort of, and, and some other publications in Chicago, sort of handed the crown a little bit of the barrel aged uh, stouts. Oh, okay. From Goose Island and, and Bourbon County uh, onto Revolution. They certainly know what they're doing, that's for sure. So good. I look forward to any of their new stuff. If I, you know, find a little bit of extra money or cash, I'll, I'll definitely. Be- I'll buy into the Deepwood series. You know, if I start selling things I own on eBay to come up with beer <laughs> scratch. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, we should. Uh, so they're from uprocks.com. If you want to review the list, we'll put a link to it up on Facebook a little bit later on today or maybe right now while we're taking a quick break. But we have a lot of music to my beers to get to. We have the pick six coming up just over the top of the hour. We have, uh, we'll tell you where we're at, where we're parked on the old interwebs. And we also have to get the beer moving. A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B movie. Real Rock 1039 The Bear. This is music to my beers. Happy Easter to ya. My name is Warren Cluck. I am joined by my partner in crime, Zach Miller. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. Enjoying this uh, beautiful week we've had, you know? Yeah, I could do without the swings in temperature. Those 70 degrees, <gasps> 70 degree days earlier in the week, they were nice. Here's a slice of the show where we take movies, we pair them with alcohol, we give it a rating system, put a bow on it, and send you on your way. Uh, We've dubbed this the B-Movie. And we were laughing about movies to do because there are a load of pandemic movies. You can watch Pandemic on Netflix. There's Contagion. There's Outbreak we did a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Those are getting less and less entertaining. So uh, I'm going to pick a movie that I actually watched for the very first time this week in quarantine. My wife and I thought it was a series when I hit play, but it turned out it was a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find it. You can find it on Netflix. The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, the OG Tiger Kings. I had never seen this movie. I had heard of it. Hank Williams the Third is in it. It's a chronicles the uh, the real. It's a documentary. It chronicles mm-hmm. the uh, a family from West Virginia that are about as hillbilly and criminals you could possibly as just as you would imagine. I love their fight scenes too. Yeah, it's wild, man. And uh, I, I think we, it, it popped up in our, our viewing queue because th- this is the 10th anniversary edition. Oh, okay. The one that's out now, it's got, I guess, some extra footage. And uh, so we sat down and we watched it. And, man, I was exhausted for the people living in that town. I was exhausted by the end of it for the police. I was exhausted for the prosecutors. I was exhausted for the judge. I'm like, these guys are just a handful. <laughs> it's just like one after another. And there are oh, so many of them. Yeah, you've got people. I mean, you've got the one guy. Who's a, who's shows up to grandma's 85th birthday, takes his clothes off, and I'm like, what kind of a fan? That's where the whole documentary took a turn. But if you have time, and Lord knows we all do, uh, sit back with a few and watch this movie. This movie made me want to get up and get a beer out of the fridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need a few. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give this, if I had to watch it again, I'm going to give it six. And I think I can get it down in the 90-minute runtime. Oh, yeah. Six of the uh, Founders Solid Gold, because it's got to be it's got to be a logger. It's got to be something almost macro if you want. <laughs> Uh, for this, but it is uh, when it's all done, you're like, are these real people? And then you think, how many of these families are out there like this that we'll never know about? These guys are out there driving up and down our streets, hanging out in our backwoods. I mean, probably in Osceola. (laughs) Yeah, it's wild. So it gets gets a six for me. Very entertaining, but also, whoa, uh, scary. It is. It's definitely, uh, if you're a fan of the Tiger King show and whatnot, this is definitely a a movie that I would (laughs) would recommend. The reality trash genre. (laughs) 
Um, this one, I, I don't know if there was any um, question as to whether or not some, they killed somebody or, or anything, right? They they probably would just admit yeah. to it. Yeah, I, right. I did it. Um, yeah, this movie is nuts. It's probably been five or six years since I've seen it, and I had a buddy turn me on to it. Um, I know that MTV Studios and Johnny Knoxville had some some portion of... Yeah, they, they teamed up to produce this movie. That's right. Okay, that's that's what it was. And and I don't ever think it got a theatrical release. I think it was like a straight-to-DVD. Yeah, it was one of those... It it very well may be a, a B-movie where you just kind of hear about it from your friends and and whatnot. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to give it six as well. Because I think I probably did have six when I first watched it with my buddy in his basement at his did, farm. Did it inspire you to get up and become one of those hillbilly toe-tapping dancers? <laughs> it inspired me to take my shirt off. That, that another genre I didn't even know about. <laughs> oh, no. And you and I, music is our career. I had no idea that was a thing. D-Day, D-Ray White. Yeah, D-Ray White. The wild and wonderful Whites of West Virginia. He was a famous mountain dancer. Um, I'm going to do, uh, ready for this, six polliners because oh. they are... Vit beers or uh, white beers. Okay, I yeah. see the connection there. <laughs> you mentioned a minute ago uh, chug videos. Yes. If you're a member of the South Bend Craft Beer Enthusiast page, you're a member of Music to My Beers, it doesn't matter what page you're a, you're, uh, a member of or mm-hmm. what group on Facebook, you're going to see these. They've been on YouTube forever. Uh, the chug videos. Yeah, and everybody's chugging um, anything from the low ABV uh, lagers all the way. Like, some people get really creative. Have you seen the ones where they, like, take a drag of their cigarette, chug a beer, and then blow yeah. it out? Yeah. But uh, I, I know from the South Bend Craft Beer Enthusiast page, they've gotten only higher and higher in ABV for some of those. I think we saw our friend um, Casey from a Hop Station do one with uh, our buddy Sean Kelly at uh, Temper Grill. Yeah, because that's all there is to do now is <laughs> they, do chug videos. They chugged KBS, I which I was, I was impressed. And hey, and I don't know if you ever wound up posting it, but you sent me a chug video you shot last week, and I was like, "Wow, dude! It sounds like from the way you were speaking, you had done some chugging uh, earlier in the day." I I did. Yes, I I did the uh, some of the videos inspired me to do what was it a Bell's? It was a Bell's Expedition Barrel Aged Stout. <sighs> Clocked in at a 13.4. And down the hatch it went. Um, what are your thoughts on chug videos? Are they fun? I think that they're fun. They they can be really fun. Um, they're meant to be fun. Nobody should ever take a chug video so seriously. Like, if you if you mess it up and you blow it out, you know, all over yourself or all over your kitchen, I, I, I think that's kind of fun and funny. This might be the old man in me, but I get kind of nervous about having... Uh, what is essentially a digital record of me abusing alcohol on the internet for everybody to see? It's true. It's true. It might come back to haunt you. Yeah, a little bit. A <laughs> little bit. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I might get one going in the next couple of weeks just out of sheer boredom. I've, I've thought about it heavily over the last couple of weeks because it seems like all my beer friends are doing it. I got tagged in one a couple of weeks ago, uh, a challenge to do one from our pal Mosh Pit Mom, and I, I failed to reciprocate the chug video, and I feel like a loser, but... I just get nervous. Maybe you could PM it. Like, are, and, is that on the internet? Well, like self-conscious. Even from a self-conscious standpoint, like, what if somebody I went to school with 20 years ago is like, hey, I wonder what Cluck's doing. Look him up. And, of course, fat guy's chugging beers on the internet. That's about what I expected him to be doing 20 years after we graduated. So, I, I don't know. I think I get a little bit self-conscious about being judged by strangers. But at the same time, like, you know, it's... You want to be a part of the community. Yeah. Well, well, which one, I'll ask you this, which one would you choose to chug if, if you wanted to do a chug video? Which What would be your first chug video beer? I drank it on Wednesday because I brought it up from the cellar and put it in the beer fridge to get cold because I was going to use it for a chug. It was a 12-ounce uh, bottle, bottle of Founder's Doom from 2017. Ooh. 
Yeah, dude, I'm mowing through because I, I bought so much of that Founders Barrel Age stuff when it, when it was really big a couple of years ago. Yeah. I made sure I got a four pack and a bomber, four pack and a bomber every release, and I never really got around to drinking any of them. So I'm just ripping them down. Do you have uh, any DK four ML? Yeah, I, okay. I drank one of those on Friday, and I had a uh, I had a KBS from two years ago. Uh, I'm starting to real like, dude. I got I could this quarantine for me. I could go on and just cruise off the Founders Barrel Age stuff that I have for another couple of weeks. That's Easy. awesome. <laughs> yeah. The, the only bummer is uh, most of the stuff like the CBS, the KBS. It's not very. It doesn't lend itself well to like really good sunshiny weather's getting nicer. Mm-hmm. Spring drinking. I've never got done raking and mowing the lawn and thought, damn. A semi a semi old barrel aged stout would be real good right now. But. Well, those are those are good for you know the when the weather gets uh, worse again and it's like in the lows of you know the twenties and whatnot. And you're curled up around the fireplace. I think those are probably okay to pull out during quarantine. We didn't even get good fires this year. I used my fireplace in my house twice. Oh, really? Yeah, all oh. winter. I'm like, well, I guess all that firewood was a waste. I I didn't do firewood this year. I actually did the. Uh, I got a big. Box of them at Costco, those logs that you light. So you light a log and it burns for like three hours. It's perfect. You've been burning only Duraflame logs? Yes. It's cleaner uh, according to the packaging. And um, I didn't know there was an option. I thought you were supposed to just use those to start the rest of the logs on fire. No, no, yeah. We just burn the log and it's a nice, it's nice. That's the most baller gangster thing I've ever heard. (laughs) No, I would buy one and cut it into slices and then like use that as a fire starter. His ex over here, entire fireplace is filled with Duraflame logs. Yeah, well, just one one Duraflame log per fire and you get that constant flame and it's a giant flame. You get a little bit of heat off of it. It's just the comforting feeling knowing that like, my wife just makes fun of me all the time because I can't make an actual good fire. Uh, neither can I. My <laughs> wife does all the fire making in our house. But, dude, I, I saw those at Costco, and I wondered, yeah. who's buying this many of them? I didn't know that's what you're supposed to do with them. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to wake up on Easter morning and find out something brand new about firewood. Oh, dude. I got to yeah. t- text my wife. She's going to be thrilled. Like, we can go buy a flat of Duraflame. It's going to be great. Yes. Do it. Next time we're allowed to spend money. I know. What were we talking about? Um, chug, chug videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So may- maybe we'll get into that. If you know what, if you want to p- share your Chug video this Sunday, this fine, if you want to do it on Easter, seems a little sacrilegious maybe, uh, you can post it to the Music by Beers Facebook group and, uh, and we'll watch the heck out of it. Every week, Zach and I cultivate a list, a pick six, a six pack, a fantasy sixer for you. It's called our pick six, as you just heard. Uh, we'll go back and forth and name off three beers we either want to drink, drink, or uh, we're planning on drinking. And I'm going to go first. Go for it. This is a beer that I haven't had that I'm dying to try and don't have the patience or the resources to find right now. Mm-hmm. But I've seen people checking it in on uh, on Untapped, and it looks great, but it's the Founders Four Giants uh, Double IPA. Oh, yeah. Is that the combination of a couple of different IPAs and stuff that they have? I think so. I haven't seen it for sale anywhere. Not that I've been dawdling around and hanging out places I'm not supposed to be these days, but... Um, Several of my friends on Untapped have checked it in, and I thought, man, that sounds great. I would at least like to try it. Uh, the next one is one, and it's about that season because 420 is approaching, but is the Lagunitas Waldo Special Ale. Dude, yes. Did you get that? No, I haven't had it yet, but it's uh, it's a yearly favorite, and it's one of the danker beers I think you get year-round. Mm-hmm. It's good. So tasty, you guys. It's really good. I was actually going to throw that one in because I, I picked it up last Friday. I was feeling really baller. It was a, a nice paycheck, you know, and I was like, ah, I'm going to get I'm going to get this before. Yeah. And then, and then uh, the next one I'm going to throw in is a stronger, uh, a stronger IPA. But it's it's I, I love it. And it's fun because if you have an odd shaped small beer cooler like mine, you can get a lot of these in there. Uh, the six points resin. Ooh yeah. 
And uh, the slim cans are great because uh, if you have a couple of empty spaces, you can jimmy a couple of them in there where there could only be one other regular beer. That's a that's a great list. Yeah, you feel like you're slamming a Red Bull. Tiny little slim cans. Uh, <laughs> six points to me doesn't do a bad beer. All their stuff is is a great example of uh, whatever you know, whether it's the resin or they they have a double one that's just outrageously powerful. Mm. Uh, check them out. They're in the slim cans, and uh, you'll enjoy it. There's my pick six, which uh, is, you know, what a couple more weeks could be. Here's the beer I wish I could afford. <laughs> I know. I remember having money to drink these. Do you remember having money to drink these? I think the Waldo Special Ale, that that wasn't uh, too, no, too much. No, and that's the one thing I like about Lagunitas is even their special and seasonal releases aren't really that expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hop Stupid's one of my favorite beers, and it's dirt cheap. Clock's in it. Ten, $10.39. One oh three nine. I know. I Perfect. remember that from yeah. Meyer when I was shopping there one time. Um, <laughs> hey, look, it's the bear. <laughs> it's the bear beer. Um, I'm going to throw in also a 420 beer because I, I bought this one as well, and uh, it went down way too easy. It was Fathead's Benjamin Danklin. I've never had it. Oh, man. It's uh, it's pretty good. They use a lot of that, that Lupa 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 Lin. Well, I don't know that. Whatever. You sure don't. <laughs> I don't know much about hops. Um, I saw our buddy, Moto Foundry Hank, is actually making a growing hops in his yard now, too. Yeah, he was blowing me up all week. He's like, you have to do this. You have to do this. And I said, so I don't cool. know anything about agriculture. And uh, also, I don't I don't have brewed my own beer yet. So I think making my own hops would be, growing my own hops would be kind of weird. But he said he's going to grow his hops and then give them to friends that brew. And they're going to cool. return it in beer. Yeah, that's maybe, awesome. Maybe we can get on board with that. That it, It's super cool. So I don't know anything about hops. I just know that certain... Uh, portions of the plant are related to the marijuana plant, and then you can pull off some of the the smell and oils and stuff like that. Okay, that's all I know. All right, um, but they they use a handful of that in the Benjamin Danklin plus some other hops. It's super good. Um, the you other hear that? One, five years of a beer show. This is the expertise we have. We could have taken the last half decade to become like experts, but instead we're like, ah, what are you drinking? Ah, what are you drinking? Ah, it's coming out. I want to drink that. I just enjoy it. I don't know how or why it's made. Um, so the other one that I would throw in is uh, is I think you put this in a couple of weeks ago and I finally found it. It's from Founders. It's the Unraveled IPA. Yeah, really good. It's their entry into the uh, juicy IPA uh, market. Really good. Different than what I thought it would be. It's um it's very uh, it has kind of a a, a harsher tangerine bite. Um, yeah, and I'm learning also that the bigger breweries when they uh, when you think you're getting something hazy, when they say juicy, it's juicy. It's not mm-hmm. hazy because you pour that into a glass and it's it's translucent for sure. Tastes like orange juice. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. good. Uh, the other one that I'm going to throw in is because I'm uh, I'm looking at my bottom dollar now, and you know I'm I'm a baller on a budget, and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get a thirty pack of hams. <laughs> I love, I do love hams. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because it was my post, my first post college light beer. Um, but I, in college, I didn't know anything other than Miller High Life because that's just what I would. That's what everybody drank. Yeah. And there's your pick six for the week. So uh, I was thinking about. I've seen on on uh, Facebook everybody's doing those like quizzes and stuff. Copy, paste, share. We are a bored people now, aren't we? <laughs> I know. Throw up ten jobs, and then one of them has to be a lie. Right. So. I saw, okay. I saw the ones about who would you want to be quarantined with, you know, uh, actors you want to be quarantined with, musicians you want to be quarantined with. And I thought, well, why not quarantine ourselves with a couple of beers? I would probably pick a really hot actress because I know if we were quarantined, she would eventually grow to find me attractive. That's true. You know, it might not happen in month one or two, but by year three of this, I think she would probably be, fall in love with my my charm, maybe, my uh, my wit. 
you could do one of those love is blind things and just be in pods the entire time that yeah. you could fall in love with, you know, the personality. That's what I would do. Yeah. Or a really funny stand-up comic. I'd be like, can you tell me some jokes? And he would say, why did you pick me? This is awful for me. Let's write jokes together. Yeah. Hey, Bill Burr, why don't you and I write jokes? <laughs> me and Burt Kreischer can write some jokes, but uh, what beers would you want to be would, would you want to be quarantined with? Take uh, you can take maybe up to four if you want. Okay. A nice, nice little four pack. I would definitely, the beers you think you would need to get through a quarantine. Oh, okay. How about this? Instead of that, let's do, you can only drink this for the rest of the quarantine. These, the rest, these four beers, these four beers, the rest of the quarantine. Okay. Well, two hearted would have to be in there. Okay. Um, Cause I always need a good, good uh, IPA. Um, the other one that I would throw in there just because I love this release every year. I love what it has meant to this show in the past and all the fun that we've had with this and opening up a new one every single year would be Dark Lord. Ah, yeah. I would like to be quarantined with actually all the Floyds. You know, if they just want to yeah. come over to my house and brew some beer, it would be awesome. Todd the Axe Man. Yeah. Turn your loose in my basement. Um, I think I would also like to be quarantined with because you uh, kind of got to pick beers to fit all your possible moods and drink yeah. and drinking occasions while you're locked up in quarantine. I, I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking I'd want to quarantine myself with uh, Thai PA as well. Wow! All right, you got a great selection. My my wife that would go over really well with my wife if you know she got bored with all the other choices of of drinking things that we had in the house and and or if we could only drink the those beers, I'd say. IPA would be a good one. She'd be happy with that. All of quarantine, and then I got to do something light, something refreshing. Um, I'll do Corona Extra. Oh, a little wink and a nod to uh, the yeah. uh, current pandemic. Yep. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you as I would have to include Bell's Two Hearted because it's it's my you know my longest running one of my favorites and it's my wife's favorite also you know zach i heard it for the third year running it's america's favorite beer <laughs> oh yeah uh there's a reason for it though it's fantastic it's strong and ice cold just tastes great uh I, and last weekend i got myself a uh, a growler of turtle tamer from from crooked you and i didn't ask but man that tasted fresh as hell like it must have just been just been released love that one the brand new stuff uh so i'm gonna say that and also, Soup of the Day from Goshen Brewing Company is also one of my one of my favorite uh, smaller brew beers. And then that leaves me with a couple of IPAs. It leaves me something a little stiffer than Two Hearted. And mm-hmm. I think I think I'm going to go with just a regular old Guinness as uh, as something because I've also found in quarantine that if you start early in the day, you need to have weaker beers to go longer so you can have That's your <laughs> so you're still around to make dinner later in the night. You're not like you know what I'll just order a pizza, go to bed. Contactless Domino's <laughs> delivery. I'm going to get drunk tonight. Uh, but Guinness is always fun because, and I remember the show first started, I never really gave Guinness a second thought. I always just thought it was a really uh, strong style we all drank around uh, St. Patty's Day, but it's actually not that strong at all. It's highly sessionable. So it gives you the feeling of drinking something thicker and uh, and richer and a little more special than your average macro brew. But also it has the lower ABV, so you can go the distance with it. Yeah. I love I love me a Guinness. And you know what? And I didn't care for it at all when I was a kid. Not a kid. Well, not when I was a child, but when I was a, a legal oh, drinking, drinking age. age. Yeah. In college, I didn't care, and I got it in my 20s. I didn't care. But the older I get into my 30s now, the more I'm like, you know what? Guinness definitely has its place, and I slept on it for too long. So uh, that's what I'm going to throw in. If you would like to weigh in with what beers you would like to be quarantined with, go ahead and pop it in the Music to Buy Beers group on Facebook or just leave it on our page. We'd love to hear from it. Maybe we're idiots and we picked the wrong four beers. Maybe you've got some better ones. We thought, oh, no. Yeah. I'd actually like to see other people's lists, too. 
Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Join us on Facebook, won't you? Uh, we have to get the news and notes, and here's Darcy Murphy with her d- 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 chick pick. I suppose we have music that does all that, but whatever. <laughs> hey, it's Darcy with your chick pick. So today I'm going to pick two beers, two local beers, because we are lucky enough right now to have some amazing beer coming out of our area and supporting local business. There's no better way to do it, especially right now. So the two beers I'm going to pick, first I'm going to pick the Turtle Tamer IPA from the Crooked U. It's fantastic. It clocks in at 7.6%. It's nice. It's hoppy. It's fresh. It's delicious. Did I say that already? I'm sorry. It's just really good and easy to drink, and you can get a growler of it. In fact, they even deliver. So come on. And my other beer is going to be from Bear Hands. I'm going to pick their Westy IPA. It's another really crisp, nice, hoppy IPA. This one clocks in at 7%. I just, I love IPAs. They're my favorite style of beer. So those are the two beers I picked. We're, like I said, lucky enough to have great beer in our area. So even though we can't get uh, everything right now, we can still have some of the most delicious beer because, well, we're lucky, South Bend. Remember that. So those are my two beers. Go support local business. Have an amazing Sunday, Easter Sunday, or just Sunday, or whatever it is you're doing during quarantine. Maybe I'll paint the bathroom. I have nothing but time. I'm Darcy. That's your chick pick. Is there even any news and notes to be had? There, uh, there are there. Is it? Are there any? Uh, are there any news and well, notes? Well, I, I would say this. Um, since since all of our activities and stuff as of late are canceled or postponed through early. Yeah, we're getting into June now. Late late summer, maybe yeah. we'll we'll get to see some of this stuff. Um, one of those is uh, well, one of the ways that you can actually help local breweries is by finding them on Facebook. Seeing what they've got, whether they've got the to-go option or even delivery, which is totally cool, mm-hmm. and then just supporting them, you know, throwing a couple bucks their way, supporting them with the tips because a lot of those tips are going to the bartenders that are now furloughed and uh, and out of work. Um, even if it's something as simple, like I, you know, I don't, obviously we all want to watch our money. And uh, earlier this show, we were whining about how broke we are. But <laughs> even if it's a growler, man, like you might not be able to do much, but a growler helps. Yeah, a growler uh, or just or swinging by getting lunch. Yep. Yeah, and just just doing a little bit of takeout. Speaking of takeout, we've got Operation Restaurant Rescue online at 1039thebear.com. You can go there. Um, I, I never know what to eat for dinner, and so I've been using the list to be like, hey, you hungry for pizza tonight? Dude, or how, you hungry si- for- how sick of meal planning are you getting? This I'm is so tired of it. What are we, three weeks into this now? And yeah. every week it's the same thing. I'm like, we're going to have tacos at some point this week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be burrito night. We'll switch it up. We'll yeah. do ground beef here. We'll do some chicken here. We'll yeah. do some I'm like, we're sausage gonna, pork. We're going to have hamburgers on the grill. I'm just reimagining the same five nights. I hate it. Yeah. And switching it up but here yeah, there. And, and it's also fun because you get on Restaurant Rescue and you see a bunch of restaurants that maybe you haven't thought about in a while, maybe you haven't been to, maybe you didn't even know they were open. Mm-hmm. And uh, it helps out all of these establishments, and uh, many of them are absolute favorites. Yeah. And uh, lastly, I'm going to mention uh, Perrin Brewing Company, for the first time ever, did their online ordering for uh, No Rules. Their No Rules release was all online this year. That's awesome. And, and That's I'm, such a great, great beer. I'm looking forward to it. I know that uh, they always do it. They re- do the release and stuff up there in, in Comstock. Comstock or? Uh, Comstock Park. It's just like, it's Park. like five or eight minutes north of Grand Rapids. Okay. That okay. place reminds me of Three Floyds because it's a big sort of unfriendly, unfriendly building in a business oh. park. <laughs> Um, but uh, I, I do look forward to when that one comes in and starts showing up on shelves and stuff. I'd like to try it. The, the label looks actually newer, brighter this year. Um, which, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 2020. Featuring our favorite Walter from the Big Lebowski. The dude. Market 8. Market 8, dude. 
That's going to do it for another week of Music to My Beers here deep in quarantine. We are looking forward to the end of this. We can have some guests in the studio, get out and have some fun beers with you, and, uh, you know, patronize our local favorite watering holes. That's right. We will see you back here next week, another quarantine edition of Music to My Beers. Cheers! Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.